Welcome to The Pog Show. I'm your host, Christine Martindale, Public Information Officer for the City of Port Orange, a city in Central Florida that is unique by choice, not by chance. I will be bringing you powerful interviews and on-the-go info to gain a better understanding of the various services and functions our city provides. So let's get started. Hello, everyone, to Episode 10 of The Pog Show. Today I have with me in the podcast studio the city's newly elected Port Orange City Council Member for District 1, Jonathan Foley. Hi, Jonathan. I'm so happy that you've been able to take the time out of your busy schedule to talk to me today. Thanks, Christine. I'm happy to be here. So first off, congratulations on your new appointment. Thank you very much. I'm very happy. So for our listeners, on Tuesday, April 13th, Councilmember Foley won the Open District 1 Council seat against Dr. Marcy Kinney, a university professor, by a 54% to 46% margin. So prior to April 13th, he has been serving as interim city council member for the District 1 to fill the council seat established by the resignation of former council member Dr. Marilyn Ford late last year who moved out of town. So how are you feeling as being newly elected? Has it sunk in yet for you? It's it's hard to put it into words, actually. Um, it, it certainly feels different than being appointed. Uh, having been appointed in January and already sitting on the dais, um, there was already kind of a, a sense of understanding, you know, how to get how, how to handle things and how to approach things. Um, but once you've won the election in this case and feeling like you actually have the votes uh, of the people, um, it does change and you feel an added sense of responsibility and duty and uh, and that you know there's people there counting on you uh, and there's a lot of them. So I'm very excited about it. And you were recently sworn in at the latest uh, council meeting, which was just a joy to be part of that and exciting with, with your family there and, and of course, uh, you know, all the other council members. So what a joy that was and uh, something you'll never forget, right? No, uh, certainly. And I'll never forget having, again, served in the interim and, and done this for three months. And Robin goes to call the roll. And instead of saying here, I said, yes, I, I, I want to just <laughs> crawl under the dais. <laughs> it's great. But you know what? We're, you know, we're authentic and, you know, we're human too, right? So. That's right. But, you know, this wasn't the first time that you ran for city council. You also ran when the um, uh, when the District 1 seat was vacated by the late Bob Ford in 2019. So tell us about that time. Yeah, you know, um, so I'd been following along a little bit and uh, entertained the idea of getting involved. I knew that I'd, I wanted to serve and I wanted to get involved. And um, when Bob's untimely passing came... Um, there was only one other name at the time that uh, that it stood up to run, and at the time I, I said, you know, I I felt like I, our chances were pretty good if that was going to be our only opponent. We should at least try, and so I kind of jumped in with all four feet and said, you know, we're going to try this. Um, obviously, after that though, there, there came three other candidates. One, of course, being Dr. Marilyn Ford, who would go on to win. Um, but it was a good experience for me because. It allowed me to introduce myself to people I didn't know and for them, you know, to build relationships. And it also, it it got me engaged anyway, even though I didn't win, it it caused me to get involved because I joined board and, uh, you know, wanted to join more boards. Uh, I I was around the city. I was involved with more people. I was having more conversations. And um, I'm actually, hindsight 2020, I don't regret it one bit because I think it worked out really really well uh the way it did 
Absolutely. And you recognized by more citizens, right? Getting your name out there. So, and more experience, right? So most certainly a, a lot of much needed experience. Absolutely. That's, that's awesome. So, but before we get into more questions about your council seat and your focus in district one, tell us a little bit about yourself, you know, where you grew up and you know, tell our listeners about that. So, um, I, I'm as close to a native Floridian as you can be without being one. I feel like, um, I was born in North Carolina, but we moved here when I was four. Um, and so I've lived right here in Port Orange, actually right in District 1. You know, um, I've always loved the city, uh, always involved in programs here, the rec programs with baseball, uh, things like that. Um, for for my my job, I was involved in my church and, and kind of got involved in music and then and picked up kind of a, a career doing some of that. And um, it's just been, it's been one thing after another, I guess. Uh, I love every second of it. You know, and that actually leads me to my next question, because I know music has been a huge passion of yours. And uh, so tie, maybe tie how music ties into serving and, and a little bit about your background with music. Yeah, so um, well, like I said, I started out playing in church. Um, and so my dad is the pastor of the church on Herbert Street here in Port Orange, Chapel of Faith. And uh, we, we always just, music was a big part of that church growing up. And it was a good way to get people involved. And so um, we used to do free lessons for kids, which I, I helped teach. Um, we do that on the weekends. Uh, we had outreach ministries where we would go to nursing homes uh, and we'd entertain uh, the people in all these different assisted living facilities, uh, things like that. And so I was always involved in, in these volunteer programs that involve music. And of course, obviously, you know, um, you do have to pay your bills. So I got involved in songwriting, making trips to Nashville, got the pleasure to tour with NASCAR, go out and do these big shows, uh, things like that. So um, it, it's been a very fulfilling, very enjoyable career for me, and I love it, and it's a big part of who I am. And um, But it all it, tying back to serving is just some of the most fun I have is – when you're having those interactions with people, like I said, when we were teaching kids how to play guitar, drums, or keyboard, uh, when we were going out and, and entertaining people at nursing homes, there's a certain joy of that, that, that work where you're serving others, where you're bringing some joy to their life. I've always, in, I've always gotten so much pleasure. Um, there's a quote I read the other day, you make a living out of what you get in life, and you make a life out of what you give. Um, I think that applies really well there. It's funny when you were just saying that. I, for me, I love to give more than I like to receive. There's there's that joy in giving, and right, and the same with your music, right? So, and giving with your with your passion. So, no, that's great. And um, so, I guess that w leads me to my next uh, question: with you know, what got you into public service? You know, what do you love about Port Orange, and and you know, why now, right? You know, uh, I should ask why two years ago. <laughs> I, like, it goes back to, like I said, it's it's wanting to serve. I, I've always, you know, I don't know if it's because I grew up in church with, with, you know, the kind of the moral compass my parents instilled in me. Uh, I don't know. There's something that just ticks inside of me that I like to help others. I always have. Um, and, and you always are looking for new ways to expand that reach and that ability to do things. And um, when this opportunity arose... Uh, I knew it was something I wanted to do, and it, it was, you know, whether or not the timing was right. And, you know, for me personally, I, I believe everything happens in God's timing. That That's just my personal belief. Um, and, you know, here I am now, two years removed after the first election, and, 
and I feel like it worked out the way it was supposed to in, in the end. Um, so, but yeah, I, I would say it's always, there's something about serving others and, and you want to step in the opportunities when, when the doors open to expand that reach. And take advantage of it, right? It's, right. You know, always the perfect timing for everything. Uh, so let's talk a little bit about, you know, um, your your seat in District 1. You know, obviously this was, to, for our listeners, this was a citywide election. So everyone can vote who has registered to vote in Port Orange citywide. Um, but your focus is District 1. Um, so maybe tell us a little bit about what your main focuses will be in District 1 or what you want to see happen. Well, I think it's obvious we're going to talk about Riverwalk, right? Um <laughs> Love that park. I love the park. The park actually is extremely popular. You know, we had the event out there uh, in March, and it was amazing. You know, everybody that walked by the booth, it's, you know, why, you know where are you from? And more often than not, it wasn't Port Orange even. We had people from South Daytona. We had people from Osteen. We had people from Orlando. Like, that park draws some serious attraction. Oh, it does, for sure. And now, you know, the development that is occurring south with fish, you know— all of these things are wonderful, and, and mind you, I can't take credit. You know, I, I haven't voted on either one of those projects, but there's more projects coming, and I want to try to help bring a, a vision to those and help us actually get that process turning, get the wheels moving, and, you know, kind of deliver on that promise to our taxpayers. No, very important. And I, as I see, even in the few years I've been living in Port Orange, I've seen just an expansion in that area for sure, not just at Riverwalk, but in everywhere else. So it'll be an exciting, exciting term for you, for sure. Yeah, it's a, it's a short term, but you're going to try and accomplish as much as we can. And you know, it's going to go by so fast. <laughs> Next thing you know, you'll be, you know, it's like, gosh, my, my term's running out already. Well, Goodness. think about it. I, I have to start campaigning fairly soon if I want to run again because the election for this seat because it's still Bob Ford's original term right well so you had Bob serve and then Maryland and now myself uh so yeah this term's coming up uh, for August of next year right you're carrying the torch right <laughs> so no that that's great and so you know what would you tell someone who is interested in maybe serving or how to get involved in the city where are some the key word there is get involved um the best advice I got when, when I did not win in 2019, uh, all of the councilmen and the mayor, people who were on boards here at the city, people who were you know just, just familiar with the inner workings, staff members of the city who I became friends with said, listen, man, you have to get involved. Um, I would highly recommend they join, the, you know, visit Robin, our, our city clerk. Come in and get an application to sign up for the boards that you think you can bring something to. Um, we have several city boards, a few with some vacancies, you know, and there's always some turnover. So put your name in that hat. Start getting out and, you know, it's making those connections. It's building that network of people that you're able to actually serve your community through. Oh, no, it's a, it's a great answer, and I will put a little plug in about my Port Orange University, the Citizens Academy, right? It's, an, it's right. another great opportunity to learn about the city if people are just interested in being like, wow, I, I didn't know there was so much. And uh, from this program, we were able to uh, pe get people excited to serve on boards. So you just – but you're absolutely right. You know, if you want to – you know, be in the dais someday is to get involved. It doesn't matter, you know, where you start, but just start, right? So, well, and you bring up a great point. A lot of people, you know, 
we we don't realize, and I sh- I certainly did not realize how large the scope of city government actually is. You know, a municipality, especially the size of ours, with sixty three, sixty five thousand residents, there is a lot that goes on here. You know, and and a lot of it you just don't see. There are people working hard every day, in, and we have tons of employees here at the city. Uh, who really they, they do their best every day they get up and they, they come to work and they try and provide for our residents um and, and you don't if you don't get involved and have those conversations you would never realize uh the effort that, that is put in to make this place hum that's true what would you like our residents and especially your residents of district one to know about you i don't even have an answer for that i don't know that's uh... a <laughs> That's such a, a broad question, I guess. Um, I, I think I would like them to know that I'm the kind of person who's who's very uh, self-aware and accountable. Uh, I'm the kind of person who is highly accessible. Um, I have the city phone. I have my regular phone, you know, a city email, Facebook, any way you want to get a hold of me. Um, I, if you get a hold of me one way or another, I'll point you to the, to the right way to get a hold of. If I have the answer, I'll give it to you. If I don't, I'll, I'll move you to the person who does. Um, but I want the residents to know I'm here to serve them. You know, I did not do this for myself. I have uh, their interest in mind. Um, I have spent many, many hours already over the last two weeks just conversing with people about one or two different projects that are going on in the city, taking every phone call, responding to every email. You know, um, I believe in being accessible and being accountable. Uh, and I want my residents, especially in District 1 and, and all over the city, to know that, that I stand by those principles. Uh, and I love that because this is what our city's about is always, you know, getting back to our citizens and, you know, even if we don't even know the answer, saying that we will get back to them. And right. I think they appreciate that so much. And that actually leads me to my next question, how they how they can find you. <laughs> um, I know our, our city website. Um, do you have a specific uh, Facebook page at all? Um, no. So and I'm actually going to make sure before I, I start. I was thinking about turning the campaign page into a councilman page. I'm meeting with legal to make sure I'm able to do that. The best thing that you can do, if if you're listening to this podcast and you're a resident and you want to talk to me about an issue in the city of Port Orange, um, I highly recommend going to the city website and getting either the email address or you can call me on my city phone, which I think is 386-214-6514. You can also text me on that phone. It really doesn't matter. I'm here to be available, and I'll communicate with you pretty much any way you want to communicate. If you want to find a way to do courier pigeons, then I'll I'll, I'll work on it. <laughs> <laughs> and I'm sure they could find you performing music somewhere in Port Orange too, right? All over, all, all over Volusia. Well, so sometimes all over the state of Florida, but yeah, especially all over Volusia County. That's that's great, and uh, I know you're on Facebook Lives a lot too. So right. wherever we can find you for for your music, that's yeah. always a plus. Is there anything else that you'd like to add? Anything that I didn't ask you that you wanted to share? No, just thanks for giving me the opportunity to come on and do the podcast. I, I told you when I heard the first few, I really liked it. You know, I always think that our government should be as accessible as possible, and and that we should try to find new ways to communicate with our residents. So just thank you, Christine. I appreciate this. Oh, you're Very welcome. proud of what you're doing. You're actually my first council member that I've interviewed on the podcast. I've had the mayor on, and you're my first. So my, my goal is to obviously get it to 
to everybody. So well, I, I really appreciate, appreciate the honor. Jonathan, I really appreciate your time and providing us with a little bit of insight about you and, you know, what you'll do in District 1. It's my pleasure. Thanks again for having me. You're welcome. And, of course, the best ways to find the city is by the city's website, www.port-orange.org, the city's Facebook page, Port Orange City Hall, our Twitter page, at City Port Orange, and our LinkedIn page, City of Port Orange. This podcast, The Pog Show, can be found on iTunes, Spotify, and iHeartRadio. This wraps up Episode 10 of The Pog Show. Until next time. Thank you so much for spending time with me today on The Pog Show. We've only just begun. And with you sharing, subscribing, and leaving a five-star review for this podcast, it's really going to help launch us to the next level together.